You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews, where we are covering our, I think this is our final episode of Rishington, where we shall talk about Oceans Apart, written by Alric Riley, uh, who worked on, there was something I was like, oh, he worked on that. Oh yeah, Spooks, Once Upon a Time, and Hustle. I don't know the last one, but I know the other two. I never watched Once Upon a Time, but my daughter did for a very brief period of time. And then she said it got boring. (laughs) So this episode was written by Jay Ross and Abby McDonald. I gave this episode a 6 out of 10 because that's what it seemed as if I would rate it because I didn't watch it. Today's recap i didn't what i said i didn't watch it it was on the tv and i wasn't paying attention i was cleaning so today's recap is gonna come from wikipedia simon and daphne's dispute continues and daphne decides to return to london after lady whistledown's latest publication surfaces eloise prepares for her debut and continues to try to uncover lady whistledown in order to convince her to restore the pheasantine name daphne arranges a chaperoned meeting for colin and marina simon threatens to live separate lives if daphne is not with child the queen is impatient with eloise's progress in uncovering lady whistledown's and later throws the Featherton's out of her luncheon over Marina's scandal. Lady Danbury invites Daphne to a lively party with the married women of the town, where Daphne flexes her social power to locate Sir George Crane. Lord Featherton approaches Will to convince him to throw his next fight in order to settle his debts. Anthony and Simon come to blows. Daphne discovers why Simon does not want to have children. Eloise realizes that Madame Delacroix is most likely the person to be Lady Whistledown. Marina attempts to abort her pregnancy. Daphne learns she is not pregnant. Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit, come on. So let's get into After the Rain, written by Alec Riley once again. And, well, no, that's directed by Alec Riley, written by Chris Van Dusen. And it is as states. In an act of kindness, Daphne invites the Featherton's to the ball she is hosting. Sir George Crane's brother, Sir Philip Crane, arrives with news that George died in battle. that George did love Marina and was intending to return for her and their child. Philip offers to marry Marina but she inevitably turns him down because it's fucking disgusting to fuck the brother of the man you love. Eloise confronts Genevieve and tries to convince her as Lady Whistledown to write in the Felatin's favor while Genevieve assumes Eloise is confronting her about her relationship with Benefit. Benedict, that no one saw fucking coming. 
Daphne finds letters Simon wrote to his father, and then Lady Danbury fills in blanks. Daphne begins to make amends with Simon, who is considering what he wants after spending quality time with Daphne's younger sisters and brother. Anthony reunites with Sienna and invites her to the Duke and Duchess's ball with those Will throws the fight and receives his winnings from Archibald, who is murdered by his associates. Marina realizes that her abortion was not successful and thus needs to marry the brother of the man that she fucking loved. Colin rushes Penelope when he announces he's leaving or crushes her for his tour immediately, keeping her from professing her love that no one gives a shit about anymore. The Queen sends her agents to capture Lady Whistledown, but Olives is able to tip her off. Sienna couple reconciles, leading Lady Whistledown to declare it's the best ball of the season. Anthony announces that he will find a wife without love, as Eloise realizes that Genevieve is not Lady Whistledown, who is revealed to be Penelope. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. The woman that we all liked and became a petty ass bitch. A flash forward shows the both of Daphne and Simon's first child, a son, of course an heir, to give more to the patriarchy that is Georgian Britain. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed my horribly accented, I was all over the damn place, uh, recap of these last two episodes. Uh, that's my joking take on them too. I don't have many personal feelings except the ones I threw in there. So let's actually hear to people that are way more invested to give you a better commentary on this episode. Feedback, take it away. Christina is me, Shy. I am here to talk about the penultimate and season finale of Bridgerton. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I will say these episodes, these last two weren't as bad as I had anticipated them being. Um, I'm not going to lie. I still fast forward through some sections of it because I just wasn't interested. Um, mostly the... Um, Daphne Simon stuff because I felt like that just dragged on it just became a chore to watch so I ended up fast forwarding through their scenes um, because it was annoying you know they're sitting there supposedly not liking each other you know can't stand to be around each other and the next thing you know they're having sex it's like okay and then she's upset when he's like he goes continues on with his i don't want to have kids um nonsense and then she gets hurt and it was just it was just again i, I was just over it so again i don't even know all that was said 
because I <laughs> so Mimi's gonna have to uh, discuss that portion because a lot of it I fast forward because um, um yeah you've said it best I mean I'm I'm just bored with the whole thing so I mean and for those that enjoy this season and enjoy that relationship and everything that happened with it you know kudos I just um it just yeah I mean it was nice at first but actually it wasn't nice at first but it was nice in the middle and now then it started to become a little bit too much um you were right about Penelope so she ended up being lady whistled down which is very annoying I don't know if it had the effect that at least for me that they were thinking it would have it just added to my frustration and my irritation with the character um that she did do that to Marina and that she um I mean I think that things turned out okay but she didn't know for Marina but she didn't know that at the time um and still of course we I'm sure that's to set up whatever is going to happen between her and Colin in the future when he comes back from wherever he's going so I'm just not a fan and that reveal at the end uh did nothing for me uh to be honest because it just like you said you know it's always the wall wallflowers and it just she just comes across as petty and conniving and manipulative and so like here she has Eloise her best friend supposed best friend you know going through all these changes trying to figure out who it is and confessing to her confiding in her I should say not confessing confiding in her and you know she just let her you know go off on a tandem about uh or go off on her wild goose chase I should say about who Lady Whistledown is and she's known obviously knows who it was all along so I don't know that just rubbed me the wrong way and then of course the whole thing that she did with Marina again she comes across differently for me I don't know if people um love that that twist or not I personally did not um and then we have Eloise and her I guess coming into her own still rebelling against society's norms um in her own way but conforming a little bit to them nonetheless of course in her eyes she's has her own mission in mind so it's not completely she's not completely bought into it all so um then we got anthony and the opera singer that i fast forward through i'm not gonna lie i was over that too because i'm like seriously um i don't know it just (laughs) i just don't get him it's like if you're not going to do right by the girl just leave her alone and then for her just like cut him off what she finally did it's like yeah you, you finally especially when when they were at where are they at a play where they were at excuse me and she was with the gentleman so it seems like she found someone that and she and and that's what she said in that final scene between the two of them so why why keep messing around with him anthony is not is yeah just move on from that dude 
So I was glad that that finally ended because that was getting on my nerves. And Mimi was right. You know, Colin would have done the right thing. He would have stood. I shouldn't say did done the right thing, but he would have stood by her if she would have been honest if marina would have been honest with him about her situation but that's a hard thing to know so it's i mean i understand why she didn't i mean you just don't know and you're desperate and you don't want to take that chance of him being that type of guy that doesn't um stand by you so but yeah that ended um and like i said earlier colin is off to i guess travel the world and all that good stuff and go from there um as for benedict um his little ron his little liaison with the seamstress lady the fake accent Delacroix, is that how you say her name um that's something i mean I don't know. I mean, I don't know why he's so, so secretive, you know, in regards to her when it comes to Anthony, because we all know Anthony is um, doing stuff with the opera singers. So I don't know why he needed to, you know, keep it on the DL to his brother. I mean, his brother had room to talk or did not have room to talk. The Lord Featherton thing, I'm not gonna lie, that was annoying because I'm like, seriously, uh, forget the guy's name, Simon's friend that he got to, you know, he fixed the fight um, so they could earn money. Uh, obviously, that ended not so great for him. I hope that doesn't do anything for his friend, um, you know, him throwing that fight and them people losing money. I'm guessing they poisoned him. Um, so he ended up getting killed for his troubles, um, for trying to get over on people. Crime doesn't pay, people. Crime doesn't pay. Um, so I wonder how they found out. That's my thing. Because uh, it was only supposed to be between him and the guy. So that's interesting. Um, it's great that George is, I mean, it was sad to hear about George. So he did actually care and, you know, was in love with Marina. So that was good to know. And that um, he was prepared to do right by her. Um, and I think it's, it says a lot about his family um, that his brother came in his place and was willing to do right by her. So I thought that was amazing. So even though. And so, and my thing, my thing about Marina, that was weird. I mean, again, she, I should say she thought she wasn't pregnant anymore. So that was a big part of her decision to turn him down. But, um, yeah, I was like, at first I didn't understand what she was doing, but then I was like, oh, okay. She thinks that she lost the baby, but then I'm like, why didn't they just go to a doctor to confirm that she lost the baby? Um... But I don't know. But that was nice of I don't remember the guy's name, but George's brother to um, step in and support her. And so she ended up taking him up on that offer. And I think even though I mean, they're basically strangers and is George's brother and it's going to be awkward. I mean, I would love to see that. Look, I would love to see that. Look, I mean, that story next season. Um, who cares about I mean, she's not unfortunate. She's not a Bridgerton, but I would definitely want to see 
that next season that relationship because I feel like you know and I remember reading those types of story not that she's pregnant but you know two strangers arranged marriage they don't love each other but they eventually fall in love and blah 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 so I'm believing that that's what's going to happen with Marina and he wasn't a bad looking guy um and like I say he's very honorable for doing what he um what he's doing so I would love to follow their story next season because none of the other siblings, the Bridgertons, um, interested in knowing what happened next. Definitely don't care about the Penelope thing anymore. She was my favorite character. She's no longer. Um, I don't know. Eloise, not that interested. Uh, Colin, not really because I'm sure he's just going to be paired with Penelope and that leaves benedict so unless he finds himself a sister i don't care either so because <laughs> i doubt he'll end up with delacroix or del whatever her name is so i would be interested in, in benedict if he picks someone that's you know you know a black woman i'll be on board with that and i think that's all i have um again don't know too much i mean about what happened like the ins and outs the details of simon and daphne because like i said i fast forward through a lot of their scenes because it became monotonous and not very exciting to watch um on that note i think that's it um i don't like i said unless um they show the story of Marina and this guy that George's brother um next season I'm really not that interested in the next season of this um but that's just me um I'm sure Christina you feel the same way don't, don't know about Mimi if she's invested enough to see what I don't even know whose story they're going to be telling next season so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy so I just finished Bridgington season one episode seven and eight and I have to tell you I who I'm just gonna go ahead and jump into this because I know you said that you weren't gonna podcast that shy and I were gonna just gonna send in feedback and you make some commentary so let me start by saying that ended pissed me the fuck off I'm gonna tell you why but the whole time I'm watching this episode these episodes I'm thinking to myself Penelope a raggedy ass bitch a lot of the times because she was like oh Miranda oh 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 like y'all best friends but bitch you was trying to you was trying to make sure Colin ain't had nothing to do with her and I swear to you I knew as soon as she started crying and she went to Eloise that she was the reason that Lady Whistledown knew about her being pregnant now this is why I'm pissed the fuck off okay because first of all the bitch was Lady Whistledown the whole goddamn time so that means that you knew goodness well that she was pregnant and you could have put that shit in your in your little newspaper print and told everybody as soon as you found out. But you didn't. You waited until 
you knew she was going to marry Colin. They were going to leave and go to Paris and get married to put it in there because you were being a petty, raggedy ass bitch. That's why I think it's hilarious that your daddy lost all the money he won, got himself murdered, and now y'all bitches is about to be broke. So there. Now how you going to be Lady Whistle Down because you ain't got no motherfucking money? Fuck you, you stupid cunt. I'm glad he left because I am so pissed off so mad you want to put everybody else's business in there but you ain't put yours you ain't put that your daddy raggedy lost all y'all diaries that you ain't getting no play because your sisters are annoying as hell and you just raggedy you just sit in the corner being a damn wallflower pining over a guy who ain't thinking you be so in other people's businesses you ain't worried about yours maybe if you'd have taken that energy that you had devoted to being lady whistle down telling everybody else's business and went and got your man maybe you be in bliss right now being married like daphne but no you want to waste your energy being all about everybody else's business spilling their truths and not your own i am so mad i swear who i'm so mad i I can't even. I I stopped liking Penelope like four episodes, probably, yeah, about four episodes ago. But now I hate her guts. And I swear to you, if I hear some shipping about her and Colin, I'm going to flip a motherfucking table. Because fuck her and her stupid ass newspaper. Fuck her. I feel bad for her mom having a raggedy ass husband like that. But, you know, I'm sure you know most men in that time had some vices you know he was a gambler most men like to get drunk and beat their wives that was just it it seems like Daphne's mom had a really good marriage and they're pretty well off so that doesn't seem very common though um let me just go on by character because I don't already talked about Penelope and I don't want to talk about her raggedy ass no more um let's go ahead and talk about Morena because when I I remember last the last podcast I said that I really truly felt like if she did just pulled Colin aside and told him the truth he would have married her anyway and he said it I don't know that that's true but I seriously believe in my soul that his old goofy ass who's clearly never had vagina in his life would have married her but I guarantee that man is about to start dipping his penis in some Greece, some Greek vagina and make his way along Europe. Who knows? He might end up in Africa. He might go, I don't know, South America. Who knows? Asia. He about to get it in. He will never again. <laughs> he won't marry someone, I promise you, for the next couple of years because he's going to be elbow deep in vagina. <laughs> whether he pays for it or not that's neither here nor there but he about to he's about to make sure he sow his oats and good and one more time Penelope that's what your ass get so I am cackling at your loss ha you was such a loser anybody with any kind of common sense would have known no Colin let me go first you can tell me your stuff after I tell you mine because I promise you mine's more important but she's so stupid that's what her ass get anyway um you know, I was proud of Miranda, though, when she was in there. I did not come here to be shamed by you. That was pretty boss move for her to talk to some, you know, people like that. Considering <laughs> you did try and play him. So he does have the right to be angry. Um, he looked more hurt than anything else. But that shit was funny. Um, 
And for some reason, I had in my mind that Daphne was going to try to be like, you know what? You can come live with me. Let me have your baby. <laughs> As I was thinking, I was like, let me, that don't make no sense. And that don't solve her problem of having a raggedy ass husband. But I don't know why I thought she was going to offer her to buy the baby. <laughs> That's the dumbest theory. Who even for me? <sighs> anyway, um, who else do I want to talk about? I'm really sad that we didn't get to talk about um, or I guess we didn't get a lot of storyline for um, uh, Lady Danbury because I really liked her. And I swear to you, I really thought she was Lady Whistledown, but she did admit that she knows everything, but she know better than to tell people's business. Um, I was hoping that we got to talk about Lady Whistledown a little bit, not Lady Whistledown, Lady Danbury, because I feel like I would really like her character because that party she threw was the bomb she had all those uh late the married women of the town just like drinking smoking gambling that probably looked like it would have been the hit of the week (laughs) and Daphne old drunk ass stumbling up the stairs she looked I really liked her in that kind of environment and I felt like it could have it could have developed into something but I mean I know this is only season one but I did like her in that environment around other women you know married women that are somewhat her age and a little older that could you know give her advice it seems like she probably realized how lucky she was to actually like her husband but you know I don't know I guess it's in the eye of the beholder who knows if he ain't thinking about you you got you've can do whatever you want um what else yeah i just simon's whole storyline like it just it towards the end like towards the end of episode seven it just seemed so redundant and ridiculous it's like do you really hate daphne more than you or do you you don't love daphne more than you hate your dad like that's the way i felt i don't know so i don't remember where i was um i had to pause for a second um so I know I was talking about uh, Lady Danbury and liking her and wishing I got her backstory, but that's really all I remember. Um, who else? Eloise. I don't know why, but I didn't think she, Lady Delacroix or whatever her name is, the French, the lady with the French, fake French accent. I didn't think she was Lady Whistledown because, like, yes, she has a trade, but how long does it take to make a dress? And if she making dresses because it's freaking marriage season does she really have time to be writing a whole bunch of newspapers about people's business and and when she was saying you know why would I upset you know someone that's paying me to do a job like I was like you're like like are you supposed to be convincing me that this French lady is Lady Whistledown or are you supposed to be convincing me she's not because everything she was saying was the opposite like no I wouldn't do that and Lady Whistledown smart enough to know not to do that or Lady Whistledown is smart enough to take care of herself I don't know I just I remember the last podcast I said that it's definitely Eloise that is Lady Whistledown unless it's Penelope but that would just be stupid and I keep thinking how stupid that is it doesn't even make sense that Penelope is Lady Whistledown like how does she know all of the stuff like her like 
all she does is sit and pine over Colin and sit in the house and do nothing. Like, how does she know all of this business? Unless maybe she's good. Like, did we see her have a relationship with the staff? Maybe she learned from that. I don't know. I'm really just mad. The whole Penelope thing pissed me off because she was so fucking fake to Morena the whole time. Just trash. A trash ass friend. A frenemy, if you will. I will say that I know Morena was like, didn't want to marry her like boyfriend's brother. But I, she's, I thought her decision when she, when she thought she wasn't pregnant to say no was stupid. Like, do you really want to be in this house with these, these featheringtons for the rest of your life? They suck. And they seem to like be wishy-washy with you. Pretend like they didn't know you were pregnant. Like, I'm glad um, the, the mom, Bridgington mom was like giving her the side. I like, bitch, ain't nobody fooled by your stupidity. We know you knew, so stop lying. Ugh. Anyway, I really, I really don't know what else to say. I, oh, I think I was talking about Simon at some point. Let me just go back to him because I really just don't, I don't understand how he could hold on to something so long. Like he was fighting it so hard, you're making yourself miserable. Like it just seems so ridiculous. And finally, he came to terms with it, and you know, blah blah blah, happily ever after. Can I just? say like I understand that Daphne's white and Simon is black but Simon is brown skin and that baby that they picked they couldn't find a mixed baby like that baby was white as hell like pasty white pasty white like Daphne and he he holding it looking at it lovingly like that is not a brown baby that baby ain't black why you lying <sighs> I don't know why stuff like that bothers me it's like when they have a mixed couple and then they they're holding a super dark baby like y'all couldn't find a not even a light-skinned black baby like they all over and most babies come out pretty light anyway y'all could have found a olive tone baby it didn't even have to be white it could have been hispanic and it would have been fine no you find the pastiest whitest baby ever have simon looking at it like oh my god i'm a dad like no you're not <laughs> That's not your kid. <laughs> am, I, am I missing anybody? Oh, the one brother that I can't remember his name that was messing with the French girl. I still I still thought he was gay and I thought he was just going to come out the closet. But it, I mean, I was right about the painter giving him hard eyes because he really was. But he probably was just appreciating the man. But he wasn't the brother whatever the the second oldest brother was he wasn't he turned out to not be gay that was a surprise I really thought he was but whatever I think I'm done I just I am actually looking forward to season two um I know is I know you said it's more focused on Anton I don't care about him but I'm just trying to you know see about this lady whistle down garbage and I hope Eloise finds out and I would even be okay if she gave Penelope a slap because that's what that bitch deserves but you know you know the whole helping me find Lady Whistledown but she really me I know that's gonna piss Eloise off um I'm not looking forward to next season when Eloise is just fighting being married because that's all it's gonna be and it's probably gonna get old so I'm hoping next season is very very interesting because 
if I'm not mistaken, didn't I see them like renew Bridgington for like four seasons? Like, I don't know what they plan on doing with all those seasons, but <sighs> I am going to watch it. Um, I don't feel like you'll be podcasting on it, so I'll probably just binge it, but I will watch it. It'll be something to look forward to. Um, and if the way Netflix are, we might not even have to wait a year because these episodes are so short and they put them all on at one time. Usually they could get the shit knocked out pretty quick. So I guess only time will tell. Um, I don't really have any theories. I just want to see what happens next season and Anton's trying to get married and I guess he is looking for love so I guess this will be entertaining to see you know how how he acts when he's courting because he's a dick most of the time and um I was actually disappointed in Sienna for sleeping with him but when she said let me go I was like oh I get it that was breakup sex okay so I will allow it so she was just trying to give him something to, to you know take beyond with it like take that memory and go sir so I was proud of her when she just pushed him away because that's what his ass deserved. You can't be wishy-washy with people like she's a human being with feelings and you can't be, oh, I don't want you. Oh, I want you. Oh, I don't want you. And I'm glad it was her that broke up with him this time. That was uh, interesting. So um, I am I am interested to see what they pair him up with. I would actually like it if he if she he got paired up with maybe like an Asian girl or um hispanic that would be cool um i don't know but i want her to be like real hispanic like like from the bronx (laughs) no that wasn't a thing back then but like latina as hell so anyway that's my wish um anyway i'm gonna end it here i don't know if what you are gonna have to say about this episode don't even know if you're gonna watch it um, I know Shy sent her feedback already, so I'm am- interested to see what she has to say. Um, yeah, I know I was all over the place. Whatever. <laughs> this is what you're going to get. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi on her thoughts on the two-part in the finale. Uh, I don't have much commentary to say, girl. I told you I wasn't paying that much attention. But I will say, yes, the ending did piss everybody off because it went exactly like the book did and they tried to play me and say it didn't go the exactly way the book did for marina so that's all i got to say really about that but no y'all really was piloting this whole thing i just um did a recap based on uh some other recaps but this is how we go wrap up bridgerton it's been quite a ride (laughs) check out my other shows uh we're still going with westworld expanse just wrapped up we got batwoman coming next uh we're doing the good place and also misfits never forget about the den on sundays that is covering new amsterdam fbi well not fbi anymore 911 and <laughs> uh mixed dish i don't think i have much more to say my mother's calling me Until next time, peace, hair grease, like a magic.